country, um, you know, and, and they're still trying to adapt to their new coach and new style after Lincoln Riley left for the USC job, and um, they, if, if they're coming into Provo thinking this is going to be a cakewalk because BYU's new into the league, uh, they'll be in for a surprise as will Iowa State, but um, this is why, this is the game in Provo, this is why BYU and Tom Homo long to become a P5, long to get into a power uh, five conference for these kinds of things that have never happened before at BYU. And now we see the Sooners are coming to town. That was the BYU schedule release television show yesterday. <laughs> this I'm is telling why. You. This is why we've uh, longed for a P5. Which I promise you, I, I have no prior knowledge to this but you know as well as i do whenever ou does make the move to the sec there will be a half hour television show special about their first schedule release uh everybody's gonna be so excited shame that byu only gets to play in a power five though for one season uh, waiting all that time <laughs> they get to play nice. one season in a power two. five as of now two uh one season in a power um, five but uh, BYU, that was BYU TV, the schedule release show yesterday. They are very excited. That was the uh, that BYU Chad McKee. Oklahoma's coming to town. Uh, yeah, it was three guys on the set. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Chad McKee and the other guys. Um, yeah, so the schedule's out, folks. We know the schedule. Sooners are going to Cincy, to BYU. They will play in Stillwater again this year. There is one more Bedlam at least on the calendar. OU Texas made it. We finally have a schedule, we think. Although OU and Texas are being uh, oddly quiet about it all, so we'll see. We'll see. Speaking of uh, OU, TJ, we have, uh, I, I guess this is a new thing, the Sooner Weekly Update. Right? That's correct. Brought, brought to you by Wade Electric. Yes, you want me to read, or I didn't know if you were about to go into No, no, it no. I was trying to see if there's anything about Wade Electric I was supposed to say, but it looks like it's at the bottom at the of the bottom, read here. Yeah. So here we go. All right, here we go. Uh, TJ, feel free to jump in and react to anything that tickles your funny bone as I go along here, okay? The Sooner Weekly Update, brought to you by Wade Electric. Men's basketball back in action tonight versus OSU, 8 p.m., we call it Bedlam. 
Admission is free, folks. Free, folks. Fan appreciation night due to the weather. Uh, I asked someone in the ticket office yesterday, what about all the people that have already bought tickets? And she said, well, they either get refunded or they can have tickets to a future game. So a lot of people yesterday were trading in their Bedlam tickets they had purchased for Kansas tickets or some other future game. Everything tonight free. Just come on in. Just walk up to the door. Come on in. Let's pack the place tonight. TJ, how many people will be there tonight? Will the weather keep a bunch of people away, or will the free admission mean we're going to have to turn people away at the door? I think weather will keep people away, but it will still be a really good crowd, like 10,000-plus 10, 10, still. Can I add one more thing, and then you can revise your answer, perhaps? When you add this, it may put it to a sellout standing room only. Red Panda. Yeah. <laughs> oh, forget about it. You're not getting now, in the building if you want in tonight. Here's what has not been publicized, but I'm going to break the news on the show this morning. For the first time ever, Red Panda at halftime today, tonight, will be performing outside on the ice. She will, we're going to have a live, will be a live cameras out in the parking lot where she will be riding her unicycle on the ice, flipping bowls onto her head. It will be very exciting. You don't want to miss that, ladies and gentlemen. That last part's not true. I'm sorry, Katie. My wife just got news that Dr. Phil's retiring. She's very sad. Men's tennis home this weekend. They take on Drake. I didn't even know he played tennis. We haven't ever even discussed this. Just like by himself? Right. That's Friday, 6 p.m. Then they get Wichita State Sunday at noon and Incarnate Word at 4 p.m. Admission is free. Ron, our test on that team? Have we verified? The Incarnate Word yes. team? Yeah. I don't understand. Explain that one to me later. Isn't that where he played? Ron Artest went to St. John's. Oh, St. John's. That's right. Why is uh why am I tying him to Incarnate Word? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a reason. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, tennis anyway. It was a joke, people. Ron Artest doesn't play tennis. He plays Big one, Brother. Number one ranked women's gymnastics hosts Iowa State Friday night. 645. The first 250 fans get light sticks, $2 soda, small popcorn, and 12-ounce beers. Yeah. Now, uh, this isn't uh, back to tonight, by the way. Wear crimson if you're going to the game tonight. They're trying to get everybody to wear crimson if you're going to the basketball game tonight. Wrestling is back at McCaslin Fieldhouse Friday, 7 p.m. against number nine-ranked Missouri. The 20th-ranked OU women's basketball team, fresh off a win last night. They're back home again Saturday, 2 o'clock, against West Virginia. So the men and women playing West Virginia Saturday, Teach, in two different states. Put me in charge of the conference. This is the kind of thing I would fix right here. Men and women always play doubleheaders in Mm -hmm, my conference. mm -hmm. So the West Virginia women are going to fly to Norman. And the OU men are going to fly to Morgantown. And Makes they're going to play on the same day. After a successful weekend last week, the men's gymnastics team back home at McCaslin Field. Boy, it's a busy week, huh? McCaslin Fieldhouse, Saturday night, 6 o'clock. You get in free if you show your ticket from the women's gymnastics or women's basketball game. 
on Friday night or Saturday afternoon. So if you go to Women's Gym Friday night, keep your ticket. It'll get you into Men's Gym Saturday night. If you go to Women's Basketball Saturday afternoon, keep your ticket. It'll get you in Freedom Men's Gymnastics Saturday night. And finally, the wrestling team hosts Ryder for their second match this weekend at home. That's Sunday, 1 o'clock, inside McCaslin Fieldhouse. For tickets, go to Soonersports.com. This Sooner Weekly Update brought to you by Wade Electric, your trusted electrical experts for your home or business. Contact them at 405-329-1940. They've done work on my home. Fine people over there at Wade Electric. Um, Meta Sand... I'm trying to read what Drake sent us here. Meta Sandiford Artest is an American basketball player. He was known as Ron Artest before legally changed his name to... Uh, <laughs> he circled missing incarnate. So there's no tie. Is what he's meaning there. He went to St. John's, right? Yeah, he did. And I, I went right when you said that, I remember that. But I don't know why I was tying him to that. Somebody out there will let us know. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't. Uh, maybe I'm that. not. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of someone other than Ron Artest that's similar to him or something. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> similar to Ron Artest. Somebody will let us know. Somebody out there smarter than us. So. New bracketology out by Lunardi yesterday. It's kind of it's kind of time to start taking these seriously, right, Teach? We're down to the last ten games of the regular season here, so yeah, time for in or really out, start. yeah, in or out. Lunardi knows all. OU is the last team in the yeah, field. Yeah, there you go. Fought back in first matchup in Dayton against. John Calipari and the Kentucky Wildcats. Oh, wow. You got OU Kentucky in an 11 11 oh, game. What are you doing Dayton. to us, Lenardi? Hey, listen, I've seen Kentucky. Oh, I've seen Kentucky too. They're not great. And uh, they want Calipari out of there, but. They do have athletes. Though. They have athletes and long yeah. arms and length and athleticism. So, yeah. Okay. I just watched. OU beat Alabama on Saturday. I think the Sooners could probably beat the Golden State Warriors right now. I mean, they look great. <laughs> OSU among the first four outs, so that tells you how important tonight's game is right there. Bedlam. OU and OSU both squarely on the bubble. Uh, other teams of note in the field, I'll start with just the Big 12. Kansas State is a three-seed. Baylor a four, Kansas a two, Iowa State a four, Texas a two, TCU a four, West Virginia an 11. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the ten teams in, but West Virginia and OU right on the cut line, and OSU just out. Really Texas Tech's the only team that, barring a miracle, is not going to make it. you got nine teams fighting for, I mean, I think probably seven spots. It's hard for me to imagine more than that, which makes tonight and Saturday all that much more important because these are the two teams OU's jockeying with right now. Other teams of note, ORU in the field, Lenardi's field as an automatic qualifier out of the Summit League. Alabama, a one seed, uh, the team the Sooners just vanquished. And 
Arkansas, TJ, remember that Arkansas team that OU played in Tulsa and we were all Mm -hmm. gaga over? They are dropping like a rock. Arkansas in the field as a 10 seed now. Ouch. They have had some injuries. Uh, Their record in the SEC is, what are they, like two and something? Let me see if I can find them on their net rankings here. Um, Eric Musselman, uh, 14-7 and on the year. Let me see, pull up their record. They're going the wrong direction. Uh, They are... Four and five in conference, so a little better than I thought, but still. They have they lost four in a row to Auburn, Alabama, Vandy, and Missouri. They lost to that Vandy team, TJ, that got beat 101-44 to last night by Alabama. They lost at home to Alabama by 15. They have bounced back and won three of their last four. They beat Ole Miss. They beat LSU. Lost a close one at Baylor Saturday in that Big 12 SEC Challenge and then beat Texas A&M last night, but still a 10 seed for uh, the Hogs in the latest Lunardi. How about that? So eight Big 12 teams in, six of them are top four seeds. And then two of them are 11 seeds. I think that's right. I mean, I think I've been asked the difference in – or if there's, you know, how good the conference is this year. And for me, that's uh, those top six, team, top six teams are all potential Final Four teams, I think. Like, Baylor right now is in sixth place. If Baylor got hot with Keontae George and Adam Flagler and LJ Cryer, they could make a run. Absolutely, Baylor could make a run. So could Kansas, so could Kansas State, so could any, so could Texas, any, any of those top six. Do you see the Oklahoma Sooners on Saturday? They can make yeah. a run. Well, good point you make, TJ. Good point. Let's get them in first, and then we'll worry about them making a run. But, yeah, absolutely. All right, 8.17 in the morning, break time. We'll hit some of your texts when we come back. Then we got Porter Moser coming up about 8.35, 8.40 this morning. We'll be back. The T-Row in the morning show. You have chosen wisely. T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by RK Black, office technology for your small business out there in Kansas or Oklahoma. Fax, printer, copier, whatever you're needing for your office network solutions, they can help you. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. I mean, this is a this dude's a freak, yeah. you know, and, and people talk about him like he's some slap <laughs> from East Boga, you right. know, community college. Sorry about that. Dabo wanted to get in there. Real oh. Go ahead. Was he talking about me? I don't know oh. what he was talking about. It's Dabo. OSU schedule doesn't matter. They're horrible. Pistols firing. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not ready to pass judgment on OSU, but it will be fa- a really interesting year to see what they got after all the defections. And, you know, coaching changes and everything up there. You know, it'll be inter- interesting to see how good OSU is or isn't this year. Uh, a one of the 11 seeds play uh, in games is an automatic Sweet 16 team. It happens every tournament. Yeah, it does. It does. If you can get out of Dayton, there have been several teams go on runs 
Uh, one or two all the way to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Well, did Porter's, did Loyola Chicago start in Dayton the year they went to the Final Four? I can't remember. Somebody did. Yeah, ahead, someone too. did. I don't remember who it was. I hope there's, uh, this texter says, I hope there's not an open seat in the LNC tonight. I will be, I will be there. You going to be there, Teach? Have you made up your mind I yet? I haven't made up my mind yet. i got to get permission from my wife, too. She's very... Uh, will she go with you? Will she allow you to go by yourself? She'll be working. No, she'll okay. be working. Are you allowed to go without her? Um, it depends you on know if how she to tells me to stay home because she's out working in it and says, you are not driving in this. Oh, well, if she if she deems it too dangerous, right? then she'll let you know. Yes. Okay. 12 monkeys much? It does seem like a uh, the script from a movie with all these animals coming missing and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. That buzzer's death was foul play? Come on now. <laughs> this seems like something PETA would do. Mm-hmm. Seems like it. Uh, the junior high assistant uh, had been watching too many 90s sports family comedies, Ladybugs and Joanna Mann. <laughs> pathetic! You are pathetic! There, this is a disaster! This is a barn fire! I just want to know, like, it's shame on her. But there were con- some co-conspirators in this thing. You know? Like are the uh, not not that the kids can be held accountable. Right, but she was just an assistant coach. Don't some of the thirteen-year-old girls look around and go, "Now, well, hang on, just a second. Or, or the head coach, or parents, referees, some uh, the scorebook. There's a bunch of people that should have raised their hand and said, "Hang on a second here." It, here's the thing. How about the opposing team? You know what this team has done all year long. And suddenly a girl shows up and is, uh, you know, know, just tearing up the court. We're talking about JV girls basketball. I'm not sure that everybody knows the scouting reports and the records. I don't even know if they keep records of JV girls basketball. Well, they may not keep records, but it's usually a tight community, and they kind of know who's playing on whose team and stuff. A lot of these girls play with each other that'll play in JV games yeah, like that, right. and then suddenly they're like, wait a who's minute, this girl? that's not the girl that wears zero normally. Why is she on JV? <laughs> she, she grew 18 <laughs> inches in the last week. This girl should be playing varsity, man. She's <laughs> awesome. What, 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 what is this? What is this? What have you given us? That was the opposing head coach. First time out. Rest in peeps. They say you can't take anything with you when you die, but you can take all those peeps with you, exception granted. <laughs> Rest in peeps. How did somebody miss that headline? That's beautiful. That is beautiful. <laughs> Maybe that was a headline writer that sent that in. Uh, Skyline Chili? I think it has nutmeg in it. That's a sin in at least five religions. <laughs> I think it's got chocolate in it, a lot, it? There's a lot of exclamation points in that text. I think it's got chocolate in it. Uh, uh, the only question I've heard for me that. is, yeah, I, I think getting, I've heard the chocolate. Am I getting Coney dogs or spaghetti? I, I usually get Coney dogs. I'll probably get Coney dogs because it's a one-shot deal. But the spaghetti is legit too, man. What's mm. the um, the, at least the downtown location of Skyline? Right across the street's the famous ice cream place. Starts with a G. Oh, jeez. Uh, Greta's great, great, great. Oh man, what is the name of it? 
And that's where I ran into Josh Donaldson. He was standing in line in front of me uh, getting ice cream at the All-Star break. Can't remember the name of that place, though. It was really good, though. Uh, tip of my tongue. Tip of my tongue. Graders? Graders, Gr- maybe. Yeah, it starts Gr- with a G, I know. It's not like greeters. It's like graders or something. It's spelled like weird. Gr- yeah, the E and the A are graders? flipped or something. Yeah, it's legit. Did yeah. you go there? You went, yes. to, you went to Skyline and then you went to graders? Yes. Oh, they're, my God. they're downtown. They're kind of across the street from what each a, other. Yeah. What a trip you've had. What a trip. <laughs> and you bet... Uh, uh, 98 degrees there. Uh, uh, Nick and Drew Lachey, yeah. Went to their bar. Right? That bar's 90, not open 98 anymore. 98 degrees, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, that bar's not open. You hung out with Nick and Drew Lachey. Nick you stayed s- away from saw, us, but Drew did hang out with us, yeah. You saw Josh Donaldson in an ice cream line. Yes. You saw the greatest home run derby that there's ever been. The celebration was probably the greatest, yeah. Uh, Pete Rose was uh, in line with us at the airport. How are you not a Reds fan after that trip? Since he treated you well, man. It did. I've got no problem with the Reds. I've got okay. no dislike for them. You know, so. we play this year, but it's in it's Cincinnati. It's in Cincinnati, yeah. I saw mm-hmm. that. So, uh, TJ, did you want skinny Peyton or fat Peyton for Dallas? Um, I'll take either one. I'll take either one. Sean, oh, Sean Peyton. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Has he put on some weight? Yeah, or that's a joke about um, Kevin James playing him in the series that's on Netflix where he plays Sean Payton. Okay. So, I don't know which uh, Again, th- that's a hypothetical question, so let's let's see you <laughs> you know, where the, that is. You were on the drop what today. That is. Yeah. Uh, this segment, I decided this segment to really be on the drops. myself off i'm officially on the leeds usa train with toby now boomer yes. who's that from let's see uh lincoln hawk you know, i haven't told you this because i know you're gonna make yeah, fun he's of a me. good semi-truck driver and arm wrestler not well super bowl sunday i have a leeds date date uh-huh. like with someone or you just have a date with the team to watch it I'm getting together with a couple of other local Leeds oh, friends that I have it. made. Stop it. And we're going to watch Leeds and Man U together. So stop. You stop. At 8 o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. Where is this date taking place? At one of the fans' house. Do you know these people? I know one of them. Oh, this sounds the like, other, this sounds the like other a missing is, persons case. One of them is a is local and is a friend of mine. The other is from Yorkshire, England, and is a friend of his. So it'll be a blind date for the two of us. But and there may be more. That, those are the ones I know of. But we're having kind of a Leeds local Leeds fans get together to watch the uh, Man U game. <laughs> will you at eight o'clock in the morning on Sunday? Will morning. you please wear a monitor or ankle bracelet or something so we can track your whereabouts? <laughs> Because I don't know if you're going to end up missing by Super Bowl. I'm so Sunday. excited, man. I'm so excited. You are, it's going to be great. This I'm isn't a Super scarf. Bowl party. It's a Leeds get-together with two I'm other way dudes. More, I'm way more excited about this than the Super Bowl. I got my, I'm got. i wearing my new Leeds hat I got for Christmas. I'm wearing my scarf. It'd be great. Yeah, we got – I mean, the person said that, the texter, because we just got Weston McKinney. Nerds. So we're basically the U.S. men's national team. Nerds. 831 Porter Moser live next on game day.
The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Bedlam tonight in the LNC. Fan appreciation night. Free admission for everyone due to the weather. If you can make it, you can get in free tonight. Wear crimson. And it is our honor and pleasure to be joined now by the head coach of the Sooners, Porter Moser, fresh off a very impressive performance on Saturday. Coach, good morning. Morning, Toby. Uh, No question here, Coach, just a statement. Uh, Saturday was awesome. You know, my statement to the fans is they were awesome. I mean, what what an amazing electric LNC, and that's the vision. If we can create that night in, night out, um, I can't tell you how much it uplifts a team. And uh, it was just great to see, and I think they had fun. But, man, what a difference and what, how much appreciation we have for that kind of crowd. I'm sure the dream for every coach is when you draw up a game plan to see the guys go out there and execute it just like you've envisioned it in your head. It seemed like Saturday was one of those days where just every button you pushed worked, every play you called worked. Um, what was it like for you over there on the bench in that sharp suit you were wearing? Well, it was great to see their confidence, you know. Um, it was great to see their confidence just ooze uh, and permeate through each other. You know, I think it, was, it started with Grant, Grant's confidence and his body language. And it, was, it just, it, um, it was great to see Tanner, Jalen, and Grant all play well at the same time. You know, we haven't had that. And those three played well. Those three had – all three had great games. And it just shows you what we can do. And um, But, you know, I just thought for our guys to, to believe against that team. And that team, I mean, it's, it, they're really good. And uh, for us to have that confidence, especially how we fought adversity because it was the, the flip of the script like three days earlier. But just, just to see the confidence in the guys was my biggest takeaway. Did you see Alabama last night, Coach? <laughs> I, I I didn't watch it. I was watching a handful of games. I was at the women's great win over TCU, and then I came home and I was kind of I was watching Oklahoma State on my laptop some more. But I had West Virginia TCU on, and, but I followed the score. I saw they won by fifty. <laughs> Fifty-seven. <laughs> yeah, you ticked them off. Good, that's for sure. Um, now, in my illustrious playing career. I found that some of our hardest practices were after wins when, uh, you know, the coaches didn't want us to feel too good about ourselves and get back to work. What's practice been like the last couple of days for you guys? Well, it was a combination of it. I mean, we went really hard. You know, we took uh, Sunday off, and we went really hard Monday And with that. But with that said, it wasn't like we've had a problem of having our heads too big. We, I wanted them to have confidence. I wanted them to feel great. But we went really hard. We, we talked about the why, the why we were doing things the right way. Like, we got a lot of little things into the game plan. And uh, so we, we, there's no taking the foot off the gas pedal. There's no mind games with these guys. You know, we've we're, we, we got to be full, full throttle. Um, we got Bedlam. We got an Oklahoma State team that I thought in the first half we did so many good things, held them to 24 points, had a six-point lead going into halftime, and just did not play well at all in the second half. So 
there's no mind games. We played our tails off in practice. We prepared. We got a lot of respect for Oklahoma State, and we're ready to go. Cowboys tonight at 8 o'clock. What has to change tonight versus the first matchup with them for you guys? The second half, they got going with their pace. They made shots. You know, they've, they really you know, were making shots all over the place. But it started with transition defense, getting back, having a resistance point earlier. They had us on our heels to the paint the whole second half. Um, and that's kind of you know, what it was. It wasn't even us. We, we, we made 19, nine of our first 14 shots. But we just, we just, our defense just kept on going. It, it, didn't, it wasn't there for us for a whole half. And it's been there for us a lot. But it wasn't there for us. And we've got to stop that pace. Um, that they play with. They write, They want to play really fast. Their guards are elite. They defend. They, 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 they run on makes. If you make a basket, you can't celebrate. They're up the floor in three seconds. So we've got to, we've got to stop that pace. Caleb Boone is a rangy big man who had a big game up in Stillwater. Um, he presents a problem for a lot of teams. Certainly in that first matchup, he was a problem. Uh, what do you got to do against him tonight? You know he's 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 sneaky good as one of our better players in our league because I mean there's a lot of focus on their guards Bryce Thompson, Avery Anderson, uh, John Michael Wright, their guards. But Caleb Boone's the, the leading scorer. He's he he's he's long. He can step out. He's he can run. Um, he can rim roll, uh, but he also can score down there. They give it to him farther out on the block. They might give it to him eight or nine feet off the block, and then he slowly kind of changes speeds and goes scores in the post. If you double him, he's a really good passer. But he's he's tricky to guard because of his versatility, his athleticism, and his feel. Grant Sherfield was spectacular on Saturday. He has been several times this year for you, and he's had he's had games where he hasn't made a big impact on the game. How do you tap into that Grant Sherfield all the time, Coach? Just constantly showing him and reassuring him that you can impact the game in so many ways other than just points. I thought he had a great floor game. He had a great defensive game. Um, he jo- uh, me and him joked, I go, the two good blemishes is he didn't box out twice on Ron Griffin. He had a tip dunk. And he looks at he, me and him have smiled and talked about it. But he, I, thought his, I thought he had a great floor game. Like, he made the right play. There, there was a play that sometimes he, um, when they're trying to bully him in ball screens, you got to set him up. And he set up a ball screen like, fake going sideline, and then came off a tight off a ball screen, drew the help, and kicked it to Bijan for a wide-open three. That's a, that looks simple, but there's a lot of little things that go into that, and he made the right play. I thought he made the right play a ton of times, and uh, he kept the ball moving. And, and, and that's the way basketball works. When you don't put so much pressure on the score doing other things, usually you start scoring. You find your, your shot start to find you, and – I thought he had an all-around floor game, and what we, we reassured him just, God, you can impact the game because of your body language, your leadership, your belief, your belief, that's contagious. And those are the things we've reassured the last couple of days. We've talked about C.J. Nolan in the last couple of weeks, but, boy, he was good again for you on Saturday. It just seems like maybe the light bulb has come on or, or he realizes how he can best help this team now or something. What is it from your perspective, Coach, because – he seems like an entirely different player the last couple of weeks. Well, a couple of things. One is the, his motor. His motor, like 
even that, that play that Jalen had to dunk, if you watch CJ's motor of pushing it up the floor and then dropping it up, but CJ's been making intangible plays. He made some really good defensive plays. He's actually not shooting it well. I mean, if you look at his shot numbers, he's not shooting it well. I think he was one for five. And, but it isn't affecting the rest of his game. That's the difference. And his motor, his defense, his, he's made some really nice passes. He's a guy that can get the paint on a drive, which we need against Oklahoma State because they're such a good defensive team. But he's, he's doing a lot of little things. He's playing with the motor. His mind is in a great place. He's not worrying about different things. Um, and I'm excited about it when, he, when his shot starts falling because i got a ton of confidence in his shot. It just hasn't fallen, but it's, it's going to. But as long as he keeps making those other plays, man, he's, he's making a lot of other little plays that impact winning. Finally, you started by talking about the crowd. Let's end that way, too. Um, I know that that student section was amazing Saturday. The, the whole place was as good as we've seen it in a long time. You'd love to see it again tonight. Free admission. I know weather's a concern, but uh, I'll just give you the floor to say whatever you'd want to the fan base for tonight. Oh, I tell you, obviously, I, I, from what I'm hearing, the, the weather's going to be clearing up. It's just a little cold. That's no big deal. Um, but it just makes such a difference. And to see the spirit in there, um, it, it invigorates our team. Um, heck, I got it when I was there at Bedlam, man. I, trust me, they put the students arm length away from me. Uh, like right, And I know the students are over there. So I just have a great night coming in here and, and impact the game. And, and uh, really, let's fill this thing up. All right. Thanks, Coach. Go get them. All right, guys. We'll see you. Boomer Sooner. Porter Moser, 8 o'clock tip tonight. Kevin Henry will join me for pregame coverage 7.30 tonight. I don't know if we'll have Drake tonight or not. Is tonight when he's playing the women's tennis team, or is that? That's uh, Friday, I believe, Drake. Against Friday, the so we should team, have yeah. Drake tonight. Should have okay. Drake, yeah. 7.30 tonight will be your pregame coverage on Sooner Radio. Uh, maybe T.J. Perry will be there tonight, so have your head on a swivel for that. If you do go tonight, will you wear your boots? I don't think you can. Well, I've got uh, I've got my like uh, uh, rain boots or whatever they're called, and they're not snow boots technically. I've got boots okay. on right now. Just don't wear your cowboy boots because that didn't work. So go with something else. They're New Balance or your Skechers or something like that. Go with those. Uh, break time. Chris Plank joins us to wrap it up next. Bringing you the physical, relentless, suffocating coverage of the Sooners you deserve. This is the Ref, the home of Sooner fans. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with The Crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Wrapping up a Working Man Wednesday, at least for us, as we pass the baton to the Planker. Good morning, Chris. What's up, T-Row? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you today? I'm ready to talk some schedule. Finally here. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, what'd you think? What'd you think? What? Give me your hot takes. I will say um, the fact that there hasn't been much from OU or Texas on this I find to be very interesting. I know you uh-huh. guys have talked about it. Um, what do you think it means? Probably a couple things in there that they didn't want or expect would be my guess. This is pure guess. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think that the idea of a 
what is it, a trip to Provo with a short week is something that is enticing. I think I, I didn't even put that together until I started seeing on social media. But I don't know, t I, I I don't know what it means. And as a whole, I, I kind of – like Oklahoma's schedule? Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm trying to figure out what there is not to say, like about OU's schedule other than that. And like, like I've said well, and with along, Texas, you're in yeah. the state of Texas, 10 of the 12 games. They've got to like I, that. I would, I, I'm guessing that TCU game gets played on a Saturday when all is said and done. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Because they've got like four games listed on that Friday, and we've been in that situation before, right? Where it's right. like, oh, this could be a Black Friday game that ends up on Saturday. Well, last year the Iowa State game was exactly. The, a Thursday when the schedule came out, and it ended up getting moved to a Saturday. I don't know, T. Row. Go ahead. I, I interrupted your hot. Take. But no, 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 no. Yeah, I was, I was spewing some fire here about how Tom Brady's not really retired. But <laughs> I, I, I actually, I'm like you. I, I don't mind the schedule at all, and not just to say go somewhere different like Cincinnati. This isn't Luke Fickle Cincinnati, right? This is a very winnable game. Um, that you know, Sauce Gardner is not at corner. You know, you're, this is a team that kind of took that step back, and it's not Luke Fickle. It's Scott Satterfield on the sidelines. Um, BYU is replacing everyone. I wish that was a little earlier in the season, but for the for the three newcomers that they face and getting UCF at home, I you know, I, I don't mind it. I think it's pretty good. Um, but again, there, there's obviously. I don't know if I'm missing something here because I kind of like it for Oklahoma. Now, start times, <laughs> we, we, we've got six months to talk about start times. We Let's see, the, the countdown clock is at 213 days till the start of the college football season. Uh, so what, what would that mean? We're wow. about 100 days away from people really starting to get mad about start times. So <laughs> so, so that's something that, that we can project. But I don't know, I, I kind of thought – I, like Oklahoma State schedule was so weird to me that they only play one team from Texas. Uh, I found it odd that indeed, if this is the final year for OU in the Big Twelve, that you wouldn't have a trip to Baylor or Manhattan on there. I mean, that's the I, that's the thing to me. I, I know you don't want to schedule a potential L, but I would think Toby that you would want one final home game if if you're Baylor and Kansas State against OU. So I don't know. Just there, those were a couple of things that were weird to me. Yeah. I'm just fascinated with the OU Texas response. Oh, exactly. Exactly. It is, I mean, it can't be coincidental. There's something it's going on. It's very unlike OU to not be all over the social media aspect of something like this. If not us doing a TV show, you know when the when we move to the SEC, we'll be doing a TV oh, show about the absolutely. schedule release and everything. Absolutely. So this is intentional, and I'm just curious as to why and what it means and i mean i i i don't know someday hopefully we'll get the whole story but let me ask this this let me ask this have you been told what it is and you're just trying to speak in code right not. now okay. no i have not i have not <laughs> me neither not me know. neither just just to be clear i haven't either um but i'm very curious because you're right there is one thing that uh, they did I, retweet the schedule that is true so they acknowledge there's a schedule but but that's it. You like, know, it's still not on the website, is it, Teach? It's it wasn't as either. of ten minutes ago. Let me check again. The date's not even there. Like the year's not even there to select. And yeah. Neither still, OU or Texas have put the schedules on their websites yet. Yeah, like twenty twenty three is just not even there. Like you can't even click on it to see the non con games like you used to be able to yesterday. Maybe we're living in a matrix. 
Maybe the schedule really didn't get released last There's night. There's no story about it. Mike Houck did not put out a release about it. Different. This is the, the, wait. Come on, man. The press conference was canceled for today. Because, oh, was it really? Yeah, it's not. Well, I just o'clock. spent thirty minutes doing that for Drake. Oh, oh, is that what you're doing? TJ. I'm sorry. Gosh, no. It's golly. Okay. TJ. No, it's fine. It's fine. You, hey, delete <laughs> that email. It was like five minutes. Delete that email. I just sent you, Drake. Okay. I'm sorry, Chris. No, so I didn't have any responsibility outside of making sure we had a little no. content in case BV was running late. So no, no presser today. Interesting. Interesting, Toby Rowland. I know, isn't it? Yeah. What's been the most popular theory on the always reliable air comfort solutions text line and Riverwind Casino jackpot line? Has there been, is there a conspiracy out there? Is that even a word? Conspiracy theorist out there that thinks maybe we're not playing in the Big 12 this year? There, there's been a few of those texts that think okay. this means they're still moving to the SEC. So, but I, like Toby and I discussed, the SEC put out their schedule so long ago. That so many of their fan bases, the way they travel, the way they do things, have booked hotel, flight. Like, you can't flip that on everyone now in that conference. You right. would have just held off yeah, on yeah, putting yeah. out your schedule, too. I mean, I suppose it's possible that this is still going to happen for next year. And the Big 12 knows it, and the SEC, or it's a possibility, and the SEC knows it's a possibility. And both conferences have backup schedules on the ready. And they just had to get something out because the noise got so loud about when's our schedule coming out that they had to go ahead and put something out there. But they also have, you know, everybody's got a backup game for those dates. Right. In the Big 12. I suppose that's possible. It wouldn't be that hard in the Big 12 because you've got extra teams you could just fill right. in there. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it would be, but. But that seems so far-fetched to me. I know. However, we live in a different world where we moved a game in like four days from New Orleans to Oklahoma. <laughs> so we still got seven or eight months here. Exactly. Eight months, I guess. So I guess that's possible. Crazy. I don't know. It's all curious. I, I will look forward to listening to the Plank Show today so oh, that gosh. you can untangle these Christmas lights. I've got my tinfoil hat on. I'm ready to go. Figure it all out. Chris, have a great show today. Toby, uh, have a great call tonight, man. Can't wait to listen. Thanks to Porter Moser for joining us today. TJ, great job. Basketball tonight. We got Bedlam at 8 o'clock. Pre-game 730. Free admission. Wear crimson. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.